Hey, podcast listeners, it is your host, Adam A. Adams, and you all know that I do multifamily, and I'm always here preaching all the kinds of creative ways that you can get involved into anything real estate, but in the next few episodes, and I'm going to post all of them today, okay, so there's going to be six episodes, and they're all coming out today. These are the different ways that you can get involved in multifamily, and these six short episodes are designed for you to be able to listen to them back to back to back. This episode is episode five and this series is brought to you by the following message instead of just making 10 to 20,000 once or twice a year selling or flipping a house how'd you like to make 2,000 to 3,000 passive income every month for the rest of your life how about 5,000 to 7,000 per month how about 40,000 to 50,000 every single month for the rest of your life if you said yes to any of these questions, you need to sign up for Anthony Chara's One Day Apartment Investing Workshop on April 13th. Visit iCore's website for more information. That link is in the show notes. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by realbluespruce.com. All right, so going into how we were talking about all seven ways that you can get involved in multifamily right now without even waiting at all. We've, we've talked about passively investing. We've talked about finding the deal, talked about managing the deal or being part of the management team. And we've talked about how you could raise equity. The next thing that I really want to uh, approach and, and share with you as a great strategy for you to get involved in multifamily sooner is a strategy that a lot of my friends are doing with our company right now. And that is actually supplying the earnest money deposits. In this case, you do need to come out with your own money, okay? You don't need to necessarily be the one managing the deal. You don't need to be the one who found the deal. Um, and you don't need to have a high net worth or liquidity, but by supplying earnest money, which is usually anywhere from $15,000 up to maybe $150,000 on the normal, okay? Sometimes they could be up to maybe three hundred k but they're usually, it's not a lot of money, 15K, 30K, 50K, maybe 100, 150K. Uh, and a lot of people have that amount of money, but they don't have the knowledge or the experience to really do all of the parts. So what you would do if you wanted to be an earnest money deposit person is what you would actually do is you would align yourself with the, an operator that you like, that you know, like, and trust, and you align yourself with that operator and you let them know, him or her or them, know that what you want to do is the next time that they have a property and it needs earnest money deposit of 50K or whatever, let's just say you've got 65K in the bank and you, you can go up to the, that operator and say, hey, I have 65K that I would like to put down on your next deal, okay, as the earnest money deposit so that you can secure the property. And then that money doesn't even have to be yours, Mr. Operator, Mr. or Mrs. Operator. I'll go ahead and put that money out for you. And what I would like in return is one of two things. I would like um, either, you know, let's just say 1% a month interest. That's a high interest rate. That's 12% annualized. Or you could say instead, maybe you could give me 1% of the par property or 2% or four or 5% of the property uh, ownership of the general partnerships uh, carve out. Maybe I could get like 5% of that by uh, risking my money as the earnest money deposit. 
And this makes a good distinction. What you'll want to be uh, really clarify is, is that earnest money hard? And I'm not talking about hard money loan uh, lenders where, where they just have a high interest rate, hard money. But what we're really talking about here is a slightly different term, terminology for that money going hard. And what that means is, can you get the money back? That's the real question that you want to have is what is it going to take for me to have that? How safe is my earnest money? What is it going to take for me to get it back? So for you, you might uh, be aligning yourself with an operator who always puts the earnest money hard on day one, which means even if, the, if they don't perform, they don't get their earnest money back, okay? But there's another way to do it, and this, this is the way that my team does it. We never put earnest money hard on day one. Our, our strategy is instead to have a 30-day due diligence period. So anytime within that 30 days of doing our due diligence on the property, inspecting the property, um, and finding out if the numbers really work, double-checking that their rent rolls meet our rent rolls, and a bunch of other things, as we're doing that work, we always have an out. We always have the opportunity, even up to the 30th day, to, to send them a letter that says, we're out of the deal, and they'll send the money back. Uh, so, but even with my team, you'll want to be clear on what happens at day 31. Once that money is hard, what's going to happen? So you want to negotiate how that looks ahead of time. And that way you can be part of people's deals, be making money in multifamily very, very easily with as little as fifteen or even 150000 All right, podcast listeners, don't touch the dial. Just go right into episode six.